What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome everybody back to the Kingdom REI Podcast. This is your host, Ellis Hammond, and we're going to do something completely different. I have a, 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 a friend, a colleague, a partner of mine on the show today, Mr. Pete Vanderveen, and we're going to be talking about this idea of goal setting and really accomplishing something bigger. We're getting towards the end of the year, uh, approaching, I guess, Peter, are we in Q4? I guess so, huh? We're in q4 of 2021 and so approaching 2022 and so we want to do something special to really help you get ready for uh, a new year i think one of the biggest things that scares me that even really is a motivator for me is thinking man i don't want to be in the same place uh, a year from now that i am today and so i'm really really excited about this about this episode so i brought pete on here uh, to have a conversation and really even just flip the mic uh, so that you can get an idea from me of what I really think it takes, the belief that it takes to really grow, scale, have a bigger impact, um, even draw closer with God. And so, Pete, what's up, man? Hello, hello. Good to see you, brother. Uh, tell everybody. So, so Pete's part of the Kingdom Aria family. Uh, he's been working with me now for a while. He is uh, part. He he really is our success manager inside of our mastermind. And so just does a tremendous job of kind of helping our members stay connected and uh, really help them create systems and operations for their business. So Pete, tell our folks a little bit about your about yourself, man, and even your experience inside the mastermind so far. Yeah, no, it's been a it's been an amazing journey. God definitely brought me here. And I've been kind of just letting him lead because I definitely didn't expect that I'd be here today. And course i never expected to meet all the wonderful people in the community and it's and it's been a it's been an exciting ride and and honestly i i've been really mentored by you and it's amazing to see your journey and how like I, it's hard to believe that of all of us we've many of us come from different backgrounds but to have seen you really defy all the odds to come from a pastor at san diego state and then rise to where you are today <clears throat> you know, influencing hundreds, if not thousands of people on a weekly basis and, and doing amazing things with your team. And uh, it's, it's just been an incredible journey to watch and to see that. And I think you definitely set the precedent of breaking barriers and breaking, you know, mental strongholds that defy logic and defy people's success. So I think you're a great candidate to really lead this movement. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that so much, man. And, and that's what I want to get into today because it, you know, it's funny we talk about my ministry background or whatever and why that's a, it seems almost like a deficit. And I'm like, dude, it was such an asset because what it formed in me was a faith. Like it formed in me my relationship with God that has been the propeller, right? Has been the accelerator for everything that we've been able to build and accomplish. And so, you know, it's, you know, when, it, when you see it as a hook, like pastor buys, you know, like pastor becomes right. real estate investors, like, dang, he didn't have much of a start, you know, like, man, or, you know, I always talk about how, how much money we didn't have. And I talk about it as a deficit, but you know, the more that as we're going to get in today, I just think for anyone who's listening is, is wherever you're at, wherever your background is, whatever you're, you know, what, however you got started, the, the, the message today is like, that doesn't matter the asset that we, i really want to help you build to really grow and scale and do something bigger and have the impact that you dream and desire really starts with your faith right mm -hmm. and it really starts with your belief and so um 
Pete, I, one of the things I'm excited to tell everybody, and you know this, we've been working hard at this, and part of why I wanted to turn the mic around is give people a glimpse of this, is uh, we're starting something pretty epic over the next nine weeks. Uh, this, this actually show is going out the first week that we're starting this. Pete and I and our team and even some members of our Kingdom REI community are launching a nine-week coaching program called the Accelerator. This is specifically for real estate investors who want to grow and scale their real estate portfolio and really ultimately start doing bigger deals. And so let's say maybe you are a real estate investor and you're buying single family homes or duplexes or whatever it is, but you're hearing these stories about guys and girls going and buying larger deals and raising capital. You are so close to being able to do that. And we want to give you the foundational skills, the lessons and the community to be able to accomplish that in 2022. And so we're launching the, the accelerator program for uh, for really kingdom real estate investors. And if you want to learn more about that, go to thekingdomrei.com forward slash coaching. But we're going to get into that today. And I want to give you a glimpse of what I think it's going to, what we're going to be talking about just from a faith and belief standpoint. Now we're going to give you everything in this coaching thing. I mean, we're going to give you, you know, our underwriting models. We're going to give you, I mean, I'm bringing in guys to analyze deals with you. We're going to talk about raising money and building a brand. But I think, man, everything starts with belief, and that's what we want to get into today. And so we'll kind of refer back to this coaching thing, but uh, that's really the, the, the purpose of this show is to let you guys know, hey, we're launching something big. We'd love for you to be a part of it if you're listening to this show and you really do believe that you were made to do something much bigger or that you can go do something bigger. You have dreams, desires to, to leave a, a, a larger impact or just increase your faith, and you see the, uh, real estate as a great vehicle to be able to accomplish all of those things, go to the kingdomrei.com forward slash coaching. Check this out. We're, we're pumped to get into this. But Pete, let's jump into today, man, because I know you got some good questions for me of things that we've been talking about. Uh, and so I want to I want to give folks a taste. I love it. I love it. And I just, yeah, I, I just, I can't say it enough, but I, I, I think, like you said, goal setting and, and that mental block is so big because it's, you know, when you haven't done it before, it's like, it just seems out of, it seems out of reach. And I think you've really shown, and I love how we're empowering the community to really break through that because a lot of times there's setbacks and then you have to overcome that setback and just forge ahead. And, and you, you do a great job of that. And, and I, and I just love how it's coming to fruition in so many people's lives and, and we're really breaking strongholds and we're changing the, what the church can do as a collective because when we're sitting on defense, we need to be on the offense. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So cool. let's roll, man. So what, what do we, what do we, where do we want to start? Well, let's just, let's, maybe let's just start with, in your journey, like what, in, in terms of goal setting, like what, what steps did you have to go through? What brought you to this point? And, and, and how do you want to correlate that into this course where we can help someone else do the next thing? Because if you're a nurse or you're someone, if you're in the education system and you're making 35,000 a year, how can you take your mindset and shift it? And whether a pastor where you're just living check to check or any other career where you're living check to check, how do you take that mindset yep. and convert that to where you are today? Right. Well, so let's, let's, uh, that's a great question. And I would say like, I didn't know, <laughs> I mean, if everyone knows I was a pastor, you know, we we're raising money for our just to live and no real estate experience. Uh, so I had to go look, like I started asking the question, 
what separates those who, who actually accomplish something big with their life, big with their business, become great entrepreneurs, great business owners, great men and women of faith versus those who want to and never really get there, right? Because what I began to notice as I started studying successful people, right, is that Hey, real estate investors, if you've been enjoying this show for a while or enjoying this content at all, then I'm sure you're going to want to know that we have a mastermind for kingdom-minded real estate investors uh, with folks from all over the country. If you're wondering what is a mastermind, this is a community that we began back in 2020 uh, to really serve faith-minded investors, those who were ambitious in the world of real estate and entrepreneurship, but also passionate about Christ and really wanted a place, an environment, a community uh, where we could really join force, join forces and lock arms with people who are like-minded to really flourish in both of those areas. We also have a ton of fun when we meet in places like Dallas, Orlando, San Diego throughout the year. And so I would love to be able to share with you more details on that. If you go to thekingdomrei.com, that's thekingdomrei.com, you can learn more about our mastermind, hear from our members, and then apply to be a part of this community and give us an opportunity to chat more and see if it's a good fit. Enjoy the show. Those who are successful, there, there is a small percentage who get there by chance or luck. Like you invest in Bitcoin early or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, you, you bought Tesla, you know, early on and just like those type of stories where you get lucky and things hit once. But what I also begin to realize though, more, more often is that those who are successful, like they, they did it multiple times or they've done it across multiple sectors or across multiple industries, or maybe they lost it all once or maybe twice and were re and were able to build it back again. Right. right? And so what I begin to just ask the question of is why, like there must be something, a pattern about their life, something they believe that makes them different from everybody else. Cause no one would say, and especially when I listen to this show, like, oh, I don't want to accomplish something bigger than myself. Oh, I, I just kind of want to play small. <laughs> like, right. I think most people, especially those who are kind of ambitious and, and, and achievers or those I think listen to the show want to accomplish something are asking, I know I want to, but how? And that was what I was asking is, I, I'm tired of playing small. Like, I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck. Like, I, I'm tired of not, you know, that, that young missionary came to me and said, Ellis, I need help buying groceries this month and I couldn't help them because I was needing help buying groceries too. That's rough. Yeah. And so here's, here's what I would say. I, this is what I've learned. So there are three lids and man, this is, I think one of those talks that people should grab a notebook and write down stuff right. because this is, this is stuff that has taken me a long time of really asking questions, showing up, spending money, um, to, to really learn these things. And so I, there are three lids. We're going to start there today. And there's three lids that, that keep people, they're like ceilings that, that really determine someone's growth, right? right. And so the three lids are these, and, and these are the lids, these are the, the areas of development you have to begin to focus on if you really want to grow and great leaders uh, really do this. The first lid is, is the belief lid, okay? And we're going to come back to the belief lid. The second lid is the leadership lid, right? So how great of a leader you are, influencer you are, how well you can cast a vision and compel others to follow you, how well you delegate, right? And give ownership to others and empower others. And then the third lid is organizational. 
right? Or like your organizational leadership lid. And that's the processes. That's the systems, right? That's being able to create a plan and follow through. And so those are the three lids that as I've, as I've studied leaders and becoming a leader, you know, a CEO of my own is those are the things that, that there's all different because each one of those lids has like a, you know, a whole array of things underneath them that we have to grow into. And John Maxwell, who's a great, great, you know, he talks a ton about leadership and he would, he would say that everything rises and falls on leadership. Mm -hmm. And we don't really have time to get into all of these today. The, the, what I began to see was actually contrary to what John Maxwell teaches actually. And because this really resonated with me as a man of faith is that the, the men and women that I began to see accomplishing really huge things. Yes, they were great leaders. They could lead people. They could cast a vision. Organizationally, they created great systems and processes. All of those things were important. But what I began to also see more clearly is that actually everything ro- rose and fell, not based on their leadership or organizational development, because they could bring in better leaders, they could bring in people who could build systems and processes where it really started was the belief lid. And what I mean is that if you don't have a belief that you can accomplish something bigger, right? Or if your belief is, let's just use real estate, for example, since we're talking about real estate is for me, I just thought buying a million dollars of real estate was the goal. Like, how could I just go buy a million dollars of real estate? Right. Well, we did $10 million real estate in our second deal. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I, I was, my belief was way too small. Right. And so it, what, what I mean is that the belief lid is so key because if you set the bar too low, then the answers that you get are based on what your belief is. And so, hey, if your belief, again, to that example, like if my belief was I just want to go build a $10 million real estate portfolio and make X amount and be able to give X amount then the answers I'm going to start looking for are going to be based on that $10 million goal, where right. the guys and girls that I'm saying are really doing something amazing and taught in our, our, you know, being able to go out into the world and have the impact like that we really desire to have as kingdom leaders. And I think as we should desire to have their belief lid dude is so freaking huge that like, it's, they're almost seem crazy when they talk about what they think they can mm-hmm. go accomplish. Right. And, and here's what I'm saying is they're the type of folks in the church that you, you know, you don't really even hear from. And I'm going to tell you why is because they're probably scared to talk about their goals at church. I bet. Because, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they would, they would be called. Um, I don't even know how to, like, I think in most churches would call them like, Oh, that sounds greedy or that's yeah. huh? They're worldly. Yeah. Oh, no, that sounds worldly or whatever. And like, that's the type of environment and culture I, I find in the world of faith is, man, when we start talking about accomplishing big stuff, mm-hmm. people were like, well, well, don't you know, like, you're going to have to work a lot for that. <laughs> and like, don't you know, like, well, how are you going to find and this? I mean, I'm just going to be straight up. How are you going to time fine for your family and right. your, your church and all of those things? All of those things are great concerns. But my point is that most people don't even, like those, those who are really got massive belief leads, they don't even speak up because they know already mm-hmm. people are going to be like, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that honestly, man, is what has changed my life in realizing my belief lid is way too low. Right. That if I really want to achieve, 
and become the man of faith, the husband, the CEO that I want to become, I got to get around people who have a much, much bigger belief lid. And honestly, when I think about the money that I've spent, the time I've invested in the past two years now, it has really been around trying just to increase that belief lid because coming from a missionary and a kid from Monk's Corner, South Carolina, my parents divorced at 10 and you know, my mom was a hairstylist and my dad was a, an average business owner. My belief, man, of what, what I could do in, in, in my life was so small. And so that's really what I want to do for anyone who's coming into our, our circle, our community. This coaching program is start with the belief of you can accomplish much bigger than you, you realize, but man, it starts with faith. 100%. And I think you've not only have you changed your goals and changed your beliefs, but you've you've been confident enough to do that all while learning on the fly. Like you have to you have to step outside what everyone else is telling you. So you have to you kind of have to you have that imposter syndrome. That's I've noticed that a lot of times too. the imposter syndrome really holds you back. And then what people around you are saying and then to defile of that and push through. That's a it's a it's a great accomplishment and it's a it's a powerful tool to hand off to the next person yeah like i mean the whole idea of imposter syndrome is kind of ridiculous like you i mean in some ways like if you're gonna dream big enough and have big enough dreams and and really have massive faith you're gonna look like an imposter like yeah. it's that, that idea of like yes like you are not like of course you're an imposter right now because you're not where you want to be like I, I my whole Every day I feel in some way kind of like imposter-esque because, you know, how I think, how I act is not where I am yet, but I know I'm going to get there. I have to believe in the confidence that I'm going to get there. And so anyways, I don't want to get too far sidetracked off, off imposter syndrome, but some ways like, <laughs> I just think I, I hate that word too, because I think it, it keeps people from really, uh, from really believing bigger. So let me ask you this, and you, we've spoken on goal setting, we've spoken on really dreaming big so now how do you the next part i think is once you've got a dream now that comes the execution side so really scaling how would you explain to the listeners here how you actually took from from that really from you know that thought that place where you're just conceptualizing to the point where you're actually executing and taking the steps to successfully scale your business right so let me back. Well, I think it's a great question. I, and I do still think like, I don't want to get away from, like, I don't want to get in execution mode here. Right. Because I think that's where everybody tries to go to like, well, just give me the steps. Like, right. like even in this coaching program, we're going to give you steps, but like, it's not that complicated. <laughs> like it comes down to two things. Like you got to find deals and you got to find money. <laughs> I mean, right. not a complicated business. That's why I got into real estate because not that hard and like i wasn't that educated you know i was a i was a football player who went to school to go play football and then i was like someone told me how to go choose a degree i was like oh, really I, mean, I, I didn't think about that part and so i chose business and entrepreneurship and so so i don't want to get caught up in like here's the execution thing um what i want to keep people focused on is this idea of of uh of belief of faith and because i think that's where the answers to the questions you don't have answers for show up and what i mean is like we don't have to guess what 
faith means, we get the definition of faith from the scriptures, right? So Hebrews 11, 1 says that faith is the assurance of things hoped for, is the conviction of things not seen, right? So there's your definition of faith. It is the, the assurance of something you hope for. It is the conviction, meaning I know this is going to happen of something that I cannot see. And where I see people getting caught up, man, even in, even in religious circles is like, you've heard the saying, seeing is believing, you know, like how many times you've been sitting in church and someone's like, well, seeing is believing. And the reality is like, no, it's not like actually like seeing is just seeing, like you don't need any belief once you see it. I would argue that it, that, that, um, believing is seeing and here's what i mean it goes back to that example i used if you let, let me do it let me give like a, a right how the i think how god has wired us and how faith begins to work and even how god has designed and wired our mind for this too and like you ever thought about i'm gonna give two examples because one like everybody like, oh yeah that makes sense and I'll, i'm gonna translate that in, into faith you ever said like i want to buy a new car and you want a new Tesla, for example, like I'd like to buy a Tesla one day. <laughs> right. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, whatever I'd love, I love the car and right. I think it's a really cool car. So I'm like, Oh, I'd like to have a Tesla. I know what color I want. I know what it look like. So when I'm out driving, what do you think I see all the time on the road? See a Tesla everywhere, everywhere. They're freaking everywhere. Like it is because, and why is because I've, you know, I, my mind is looking for, it, it, it's looking for Tesla's where my wife is probably sitting in the same as that car with me. She has, she really does not care about ever owning a Tesla or anything no. for that matter. So she's like, she's, she, you know, she barely even knows what Tesla looks like. Sometimes she's like, Oh babe, look at that car. She's like, Oh, what is that? I'm like, that's a Tesla, you know, like the car I talk about all the time. And so, because her, she's not focused on it. And dude, I think the same thing is true with, um, with faith is when I have faith, that God has called me into something, when I have the conviction, right, that he is guiding my path and, and um, he's called me into this direction, the answers for that begin to show up as well. And that's why I think what we have faith in and what we set our hope in, right? I mean, this is why our, you know, our ultimate hope, our ultimate faith is that Christ will return, that, th that this earthly body is not our home, right? And so it's why some ways when people say, well, I just can't have, I, I don't believe that. I can't believe Christ rose from the dead, or I don't see miracles, or I don't see him working. It's right because you're not looking, looking for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like faith is a gift and we have to begin to form that. And once we place our faith in Christ to say, yes, I am choosing to believe that Christ rose from the dead, right? And that his spirit lives in me, even though I don't really feel that yet that's where faith begins to give answers to our life. And I think the same thing is true, man, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, when we have faith and Hey, God, I, 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 the, what I can accomplish if I am the CEO of a $10 billion real estate uh, company, and I begin to start looking for answers of how to do that. Those things come to me verse. If I say, Hey, and again, this is what this whole coaching thing is about is, Hey, I want to just go figure out how to make 10K a passive income. Because I'll be honest with you, most people when I ask, what do you want from real estate? They would, I would say, honestly, this is crazy. I don't know why 10K is the number. 75% of people would say, I just want to go create 10K a passive income from my real estate portfolio. And my, my response to that is, why so low? <laughs> yeah. Why so little? 
honestly, 10K in passive income living in San Diego with a wife and two kids will barely get like you really are. Doesn't even pay your mortgage. Somewhat poor, honestly. So I'm always like, why so little? You know, and so why don't we increase that and say, what if God actually would, would want to call you into something bigger as an entrepreneur and accomplish something bigger with your business and, and begin to find the answers to those things. Cause guess what? If you're looking for 10 K and passive income as a real estate investor, or whatever, cool. You'll get the answers to that. Mm-hmm. But why, why shoot so little? Right. What yeah, I mean, 10 K I would say 10 K is selfish. Here's why. And this is, this is where we got to flip people's mind, man. Because when I say $10 billion of real estate, people say, that seems kind of a lot. Like that seems kind of selfish. And I would say, really? I think 10 K a month is pretty selfish. Here's why only me and my family can live off of 10 K a month. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what about the entire ministry that I want to support here in San Diego? Right. And, and the, the, the dreams and visions we have for the churches and missionaries and, um, you know, the partners we have overseas that we want to give to them. Like, I can't do that off of 10K of passive income. And so, dude, it's, it's a total of like, I'm going to start dreaming for something bigger and finding the answers to that. Because that as the as an entrepreneur and as a kingdom leader, I think is what God's called me into. No, that's solid. And, and I think like you really hit on that is we get too focused on the execution and then we get focused in on the what we get into the minutia rather than just the how. And like David Covey says in seven habits of highly successful people, we, we need to live with the end in mind, which as a believer is really looking at the kingdom focus and then just walking towards that every day. And, and like you said, the details show up, but if we're focused on, well, what do I do today? And how do I get into the, the really into the weeds? We get distracted from the end picture and the end goal. hundred percent. Like, I mean, I, and I think that's the beautiful thing about partnering with God in business and like having the Holy spirit living inside of us is like, and being an entrepreneur, I'd be like, I would I'd never have the answers. Like I always like people ask me like, what's it like being an entrepreneur? I'm like, well, you never really know. Like you're always doing different things and you never, like you never feel very secure because you're always trying new stuff. And I think that's the benefit of being a kingdom entrepreneur is like, I'm always asking God, what's the answer? Like, here's, here's what I'm trying to plan. One, is this the right plan Two, show me the answers. And I just think like, that's a, that's a really fun thing, man, about inviting God into this business is I don't know how to go accomplish all of this. I don't know the people I need. I don't know where to go look yet. Uh, but I know that if this is what he's called me to, we write it down, we make a plan for it, then uh, by faith, the, we will begin to see what we need. I mean, that is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith is the conviction, um, is the assurance of things so forth, the conviction of things not seen. And so until God calls me off of this and say, hey, Ellis, I don't want you to be a real estate investor, which... I feel pretty glad this is where he has me. Uh, then that's what we're, we're going to go look for something. We're going to go look for the answers to do it as big as big as we can. Um, because I feel I feel that to be right. I heard this preacher once be like, you know what God did for Noah? He gave him the blueprints to the ark, but he didn't give him a rudder. He didn't give him a way to steer. So I was like, just go build your ark. That's it. And God will do the rest. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's a great like where do the animals come from where do we <laughs> where does water come from yeah i don't know you know yeah so that's great man that's good all right so you've you've brought you've kind of discussed the three lids and, and really helping us understand those three limiters to success and to scaling your business and, and goal setting dream setting and then just really going about your business in terms of getting there i know you spend a lot of time on educating yourself and investing into your business and you really do a great job teaching us how to become a ceo um, like i've i've been a leader i've been a ceo and a coo several times in my career but but you've done that in a in an organic way it wasn't like you were just handed it like you've created that so i think you've done a great job showing people how to really in a way bootstrap your way to that position whether it's mentally vocationally or, or emotionally you've gone through those that process so can you i know you've you've shown me those and you've presented to our mastermind community before but like what are can you show us the five barriers that you kind of like to discuss in terms of you know how to you know how to foster that growth yeah well i think if i i mean again it starts with belief and if you're not in a community or you're not around people that are fostering massive belief and the way you know it is like just i dare you to tell people about your goals and just see like does that make them uncomfortable <laughs> do they you know what I mean? Like, what are their responses? And you'll know real quickly if you're in a community or not that has a massive belief. Uh, you just will. And you probably already know instinctively if you can tell people your goals. So one is like, you got to foster massive belief. Yeah. Um, and once you do that, I would say there, there are, you know, we, there's multiple, man. But I just kind of always talk about these five of why we then don't accomplish that right why whatever that is whatever god has called us into once we we feel we feel assurance of this is the the direction in which god is leading me what are the barriers that really keep us from from really being able to do that and i do think there are five there's probably multiple but these are the five most common and like you said becoming that ceo again dude this is just things i've studied i've mm -hmm. i've analyzed i read from scripture I see in the men and women that I respect and that I've experienced as I've gotten in this journey from going from no, you know, no experience, no real estate investor to, you know, being able to, to purchase multi-million dollar apartment buildings and building this community in our network. And here are the five. And please stop me so we can like, you can feel free to like, I <laughs> just jump in on any of these. Uh, number one is this one, man. Fear will kick in. Uh, there's no doubt like I, there I, just fear I mean I, I can't tell you how many times I've felt like okay I know where we're going I know where we're heading I write it down I feel excited about it it's big it's huge it's massive <laughs> and I'm like oh this is it man like this is this is worth really spending a lifetime trying to go out and accomplish and the next morning I wake up, I'm like, you know, that that looks like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, I don't really know enough people to get that done. Um, man, that that's gonna cost a lot of money. Or that's you know, that's gonna and I just get fear like all of these things start to hit me of 
I can't do this, or I don't have this, or the resources aren't present, or what will my wife think when I tell her this crazy plan, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, what will my church community think? And that first barrier, man, is just fear sinks in. You begin to doubt yourself. You can call that the devil. You can call that whatever it is. Like, it's coming. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the spirit of timidity, the spirit of evil, the, the spirit of just your flesh, um, in the culture, honestly, of thinking and believing small will begin to sink in. And I would just warn people that it will take it takes the same amount of energy to think negatively as it does positively. And to begin to think like in that moment, how do you shift your energy, your focus, your thoughts on beginning to, you know, again, go back to, to the calling, the, the belief that God's given you instead of trying to doubt and fear. Uh, because man, fear is just real. And I'm, and I just, every time I've like, you know, we come up with something as a company of like, Oh, let's go do this. I just doubt, man. It's like, it's just there. And I just have to realize is that, is that like a, an actual something we should consider? Or again, is that just that spirit of timidity, man, that just continues to try and pull me back? Well, I've heard many people say, like, well, especially thought leadership um, and and key communicators in the business world, where they they basically tell you if you're not if you're not sweating, if you don't have the cold sweats, if you're not scared, you need to come up with a bigger goal in mind. And and I know for myself, um, there's been multiple times, like even as a kid, I raced motocross, and if if I was coming around a corner and I thought I was going to crash, if I tried to stop the crash, I'd get hurt. Mm. But if if it was full throttle and you just you just try to go over top of it and you ready to embrace the suck it's like that's when actually you were able to make it across something that if you tried to avoid it if you try to avoid pain and i think as humans we try to we're conditioned to avoid pain so i think as an entrepreneur you really need to understand that this is going to be challenging there's going to be days where you just second guess yourself but if you're prepared to just push through there's there's always light at the other side of the tunnel yeah a hundred percent, man. Um, I, let's only for the sake of time. Let me go to number two because I think this is where what we're building is different. Uh, because most entrepreneur programs will help you overcome fear, and I mean that most share this. I think this next one, man, is where our faith is really important, and I still am not quite sure how those without faith overcome this one. And it, number two is this: is that we can only attract what we feel worthy of we can only attract what we feel worthy of and i think that's a that's a huge um barrier man for a while a lot of folks are scared to go do something big with their lives or scared to even set a goal for more than 10k of passive income in their life because honestly that's what they feel worthy of um you know it's you know, maybe why people are in bad, toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's multiple examples of this is because you can only attract what you feel worthy of. And I would just say, man, as kingdom leaders, as men and women who've been purchased by the blood of Christ, we have the ultimate price has been paid for our souls. Like the ultimate price has been shed, you know, has been shed for for the salvation of, of, of our life. And that is the blood of Christ, right? The the blood of our Savior Jesus, who has literally given his life 
on our behalf so that we could be reconciled back to God. Like the, if, if you ever needed a, someone to declare like, Hey, you are worth something. That's what the gospel is all about. And, you know, one of our early episodes, one of our advisors, Ryan Smith, he talks about this of, and this has shaped me profoundly, you know, and when he said this, man, this click, and I've been, I've hung on to this for so long is that's why kingdom leaders always work. Like we, we, we look back, right. And our motivation comes from looking back because when we look back, we look to the cross. We look to a moment in time where God declared us as as his own. And then we, we live out of that in the future where everybody else is having to look forward and say, one day when I accomplish something big, one day when I have this, one day when I have this relationship, one day when I have this social media following, then I'll be made worthy. Then I can boast about how great I am. Right. And right. dude, this shows up in everything, man. Like think about how many people, even inside of our community think that they can't go build a social media following because they're not where they want to be at yet. You know, I'll say, dude, what are you talking about? Like, look back, you've been made worthy. Tell the journey. Tell the journey of what you're going through and, and where you're at. Like, you have worth the share right now. And so, man, if, if there's anything people can get maybe out of the coaching program that we're launching over these next nine weeks is that to be in a community that will encourage you to look to Christ and mm -hmm. to realize that your value is not in what you do right? But it's in who you are and you are a child of God. And so, uh, you know, show me a real estate coaching program that's teaching that, <laughs> right? So anyways, man, that's, that's number two. Hey, real estate investors, I hope this show has given you permission to go out into the world and crush it in the name of Jesus. If you want to learn more about our community and locking arms and joining forces with other like-minded investors like yourself, go to thekingdomrei.com to learn more about our mastermind and send an application. We'll see you next week.